While flocks of wyverns begin to head south for the winter, Garrig Mok's child soldiers make a similar migration to Grander Field, where they will face off in the battle of the eagle and lion. For the students, it's merely a mock battle, all in good fun. Except for one particularly spirited war child, whose name rhymes with Schmadelgard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to asynchronous. A why did I say it like that? <laughs> asynchronous, one synchronous, it's a one video game catch up show. Uh, I'm going with it. I'm AJ. Oh, okay, this is it. Okay, all right. This I'm Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, we're off to a great start um, with the podcast. We're really good we at are playing starting the podcast. Really good at starting the podcast. We are playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. If you have not listened to the other episodes, we will be spoiling the battle of Chapter Six and then all of Chapter Seven. If you don't care about the spoilers, listen on. If you do care about the spoilers, don't. Bye. See ya. And with that, I don't have much of a preamble today. Oh, I I have some I oh, have yeah. some some things. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing that I wanted to this is so great. I love wasting our time. One thing I wanted to to point out is that I've seen yeah. the cover of this game so many times, and it was only recently sure. that I realized that Claude is just fully upside down. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing he up there, man? <laughs> Yeah, I just, I, yeah, is that the best? That's the best design they could come up with. I just yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, imagine the concept meeting for this. It's like, okay, yeah. well, maybe we can do something about the upside down one. But I like, I like the direction. <laughs> and then we're they going. just and never then they did. come back uh, a, a week later, and they're like, all right, here's the final product. And they're like, mm, what about the upside down one? Like, couldn't <laughs> like, they? No, nope, this is it. Couldn't they have put the byliths above? I don't know. Whatever. This is this yeah, is what we have. This is what they stuck with. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's really good. Better or worse. I think about that every time. My uh, The other thing that I have is I have more trivia, which I don't know if this yes. is going to become a recurring thing for me, but it just sort of keeps happening. I'm down. Uh, so last time we talked about the ages of the children, who is the oldest, oh, who's yeah, the youngest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Ringo's <laughs> opening doors. Ringo? <laughs> hey, man. It's Listen, parenting is hard. Uh <laughs> So this week, the, the trivia I have for you has to do with character heights. Oh, wow. You're <laughs> Whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is way Let's more excited than I expected, but I love this. Well, I, I mean, like, I, it's a thing that I, you know, you can kind of tell right. everybody, like, you know, everybody's relative height, but I don't actually know, like, the height and feet, you know? All mm -hmm. these people could be, like, 12 feet tall, and Lysithia yeah. is, like, only 8 feet tall, you know? So who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, spoiler alert, it's not that, but um, oh. it is interesting. So uh, I'm going to start, let's start with the what I think is the easiest one. Who do you think is the shortest war child? I, I think it's Lysithia, if I had to guess. She is the actual literal child. Does Cyril count? Uh, I'm not counting Cyril, I'm counting students. Okay, yeah, um, I'm going to say Lysithia. But yes, you're correct. Lysithia yeah. is four foot ten at the beginning of the game. Four ten. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who do you think is the tallest war child? Um, it's either Hubert. I think it might be Hubert. I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna lock in with Hubert. You're locking in with Hubert. Yeah. Incorrect. Uh, oh, who is it? It's Dudu. Oh, duh. Dudu is six da -da. foot eight. 
Six foot eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude's See, built. my my money would have been on uh, Raphael, who is uh, mm. still pretty tall. I think he's like six six. Let me. Everything's in centimeters, so I have to do all the math because I'm. Oh sure sure sure. Yeah. We're American on this podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry about like the the what is it the the imperial system is that what Imp- we? The shitty one. Scientific, whatever it is. Yeah. Sorry about the feet and inches and also about all the other American stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Raphael is six foot three. Um, What? Yeah. Holy shit. He was six, eight. I am as tall as Raphael. That still fucks me up that you're so tall. Um, Yeah, but even like he's he's five whole inches shorter than Dadu. Yeah. Dadu is a big man. Uh, For for the record, though, Hubert's not far off he's 188 centimeters which is uh, six foot two six foot two probably could have done that that feels about right Mm -hmm. like like hubert's just like a regular tall guy yeah he's just like Uh, a tall whereas (laughs) whereas to do is a a a monster of a man yeah (laughs) yeah my my last my last one for you um how tall do you think edelgard is oh oh okay uh i thought you're gonna ask byleth uh i think edelgard's like five eight no, lower. Five, five? Lower. She's like five one? She's five two. What? She's five. I know she's little. I, I kind of love this because she totally does have like scary short girl energy, which yeah. like, I'm not saying that all short girls are scary, but you know how some <laughs> short girls are scary? She has, yeah. she has scary short girl energy. Yeah. I have a collection of screen caps from, from these these chapters and one of them is at the beginning of the battle at chapter seven and it's her standing in front of a bunch of soldiers and she's like at their shoulders yeah like she is right. leading them but she is at their shoulders she is small yeah wow five two yeah it's uh that was fascinating the reason why this all came up for me is uh it came up in yeah. uh the chat for steven's stream steven from into the aether is doing a maddening wow. run of uh golden deer which i have yeah. been tuning into against all all good judgment nice um, <laughs> <laughs> i was just tempting fate um it'll be yeah. fine I, yeah every sure. time he gears up to say something that sounds kind of spoilery i just mute it and it's been fine so far you mute it and you slide the chat like off to the side yep. of your screen mm-hmm. so you can't <laughs> yep nice 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 anyway so that was that was my fun <sighs> fact for the day oh did you want to know how I you, love you did me- since you mentioned byleth yes i don't know if it's I'm different say, for lady byleth maybe, or not but um i think maybe byleth's like five ten lady byleth is five foot four five five ish Okay. Male Byleth is around 5'9". Okay, yeah, 5'9 is pretty, seems pretty correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it, I, it can't be wrong because that is what is what the answer is. But <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's about what I predicted. Yep. Nice. Yeah, you were close on I, that one. I, I love these facts. I hope that you can keep it up. Okay, uh, I will. No I'll try now. No, <laughs> no, no pressure because I know that there's only so many facts that you can get from the internet. I'll scrounge them up. I'll make some up. Yeah. You won't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't know. Honestly, I would not know. If you came came to me with a whole list of like everybody's allergies, like I would not. Um, <laughs> so before we get too deep into allergies. Yeah, I know. Um, the end of chapter six. The yeah, battle in, <laughs> from that into this really serious battle. Yeah, the, the battle in the underground chamber. Uh, for those of you who do not remember, Manuela was kidnapped. Jeritza, Jeritza, Yeritza? Yeritza. Yeritza is missing as well. So everybody thinks that he stole her. <laughs> they think he's the death knight. Yes, and they think he is the death knight. So you find 
Manuela and another uh, woman who do you do not know yet. Mm-hmm. And, and Flame. And you're who you were and looking Flame, for. Right. I forgot Flame was Flame. That's right. That was who we were looking for. <laughs> that's who we all. actually. Yeah. Yeah. And your house leader takes them all to the infirmary. So you do this battle. Sans house leader for some reason. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. It's curious weird. if. Yeah. Sorry, you're saying it like I should know why that happened. Uh, n- no, it's just I am I am suspicious. Oh, oh, OK, OK, OK. Interesting. Uh, I would love to hear that suspicion when we get deeper into it. <laughs> um, so basically, you're in this like crypt that's kind of a maze. There are dead ends and there are warp tiles and it sounds more fun than it is, if I'm being completely honest. I didn't I didn't dislike it as much as I think you did or it sounds yeah. like you did. Um. I wasn't like a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> uh, I do have to say this was the battle where I learned that you can buy uh, door and chest keys and just yeah. have them on your people, which really would have been helpful. I mean, you have to beat the people who have the door keys anyway. If you're going to that, there's one route where you can unlock doors and mm-hmm. flip a switch. But uh, I also recently found out some characters can just open doors or chests. Yes. Yeah, thieves. Thieves, thieves can. Yeah. I think yeah, um, my, my and Ash just has that because he oh, was a thief in, in right. the past life. Yeah. So he can. We that's love, just his like his ability. I love we Ash. love background skills. We love Ash also. We do love Ash. So you do the battle. You do the battle. You fight some people. Oh, I uh, I took Felix with me. Uh, he oh, was my mission assistant. Good Great. with a sword, fights, right? Fights good with a sword. Yeah, sure. Do. Uh, love him. Can't wait to get him on the team. Uh, he's you're really, gonna you're gonna recruit him. I'm really, really trying. I think um, I really need to work on my speed because that's the stat he likes. Yes. Uh, but he's, I, he's I got his amazing. I I can't yeah. recommend enough. I got his C support. Uh, which was nice. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, makes me feel like I'm going in the right direction, but I definitely need to work on my speed stat. Uh, so you do the fight, kill some guys, and then you unlock the door with the Death Knight behind it, and the Death Knight's mm-hmm. like, okay, okay let's, let's, let's fight. fight. <laughs> and then and then the our friend with the mask, the, the red and white mask who we had seen in the cutscenes, shows up and is like, hi, I'm the Flame Emperor. Fuck you. And then they both leave. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, uh, the, um, the, the exact quote, because of course I wrote down the exact quote is, we yeah, will I have cross a, yeah. paths again. I am the flame emperor. It is I yeah. who will reforge the world. Reforge the world. And in my notes, I wrote that, the, the, the end of the quote, I will reforge the world. And then just wrote, okay, dude. <laughs> it's a uh, lot. It's like, like it's, yeah, we're a bunch it's of a lot. kids. And, like, come on, man. Right. You're not saying anything that means anything. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. With this quote? Like, I don't know. And then once again, Ferdinand was my MVP. That's like five battles in a row that this dude is just, I have no idea why. I'm not like purposely fighting with him more. I, I really, really have no idea. It's all that. Um, it's all that nobility. It just makes him so good at yeah. things. It, it might be because he's my horse, gentlemen. Oh, so he always yeah. gets to the. He gets to the last person first, uh, and I think usually killing the last person gets you a lot of MVP points. Whatever that mm-hmm. invisible currency is. So yeah, you do that, and then you leave. <laughs> and then, That's it. Okay. So and then you go talk to your your house as you do mm-hmm. after all battles. Um, and Edelgard comes back, and she's like, "Whoa, that seems that seemed pretty nuts. What a wild story." Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ferdinand. <laughs> Basically, he says to her, you missed the most important part. Like, he's like really upset with her. Oh, my God. Ferdinand's like, You missed energy. the most important part. The Death Knight was there and we met the Flame Emperor. It's like, okay, <laughs> dude. Like, she was taking people to the infirmary. Relax. He is like 
uh, he I had a moment with him where he submitted a question to the advice box about uh, sure. how the leadership in the empire like was leaving a lot to be desired. And should there be a regime Jesus. change? I was like, sir. And you can be like, um, Edelgard is is going to be the empress. You need to step <laughs> off. Or you can be like, you'd be a good ruler, Ferdinand. Or you can say the empire should fall, <laughs> which um, nice. I nice. told him what he wanted to hear, of course. Um, but I didn't want to. Uh. Yeah, this is just bad vibes, man. Just like let it go. You're never going to be the emperor. Sucks so bad. Uh, I was talking to once again uh, our friend Stephen, host into the Aether, doing the maddening Golden Deer run on Twitter on Twitch. What? And he said to me that Ferdinand is like the bro that joined the fall drama, which I really, (laughs) really vibe with. Like he, 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 he likes doing it, but he will not stop talking about football. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it really, really struck a chord (laughs) with me. So Um, good. So then you go talk to Sateth. Uh, he says it seems plausible that it's Yuritsa and that he's indebted to you and that Flane has very special blood. Oh my God, yes. Can we, so <laughs> speaking yeah. of the Death Knight, um, remember last week we talked about how uh, Mercedes thinks Yuritsa seems familiar? Yes. <laughs> in uh, in my Dimitri debrief this week, yes. uh, Mercedes says she thinks the Death Knight seems familiar. <laughs> Okay. And then later, later, she's like, I just don't think that Yuritsa is the Death Knight. I'm like, really? <laughs> because you sure do <laughs> seem also... to be thinking that they're both very familiar to you. Yeah. Uh, so fuck? good. That's also I <laughs> I also wanted to note when Dimitri comes back mm. from the infirmary, he starts to do something that he will continue to do throughout this chapter, which is comment on how happy Lady Violet seems. <laughs> and I okay. don't know if this is like if I were playing as male Violet, I don't know if it would be different. But he's like, he says, I've never seen you look so happy before. It's downright mesmerizing. (laughs) Sir, I am your teacher. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. What? What does that mean? (laughs) Mesmerizing. Mesmerizing. Anyway, so yeah. So you go to see Zenith and he's like, oh, yeah, they're probably after Flayne's very special blood. That does not get explained in the moment. No, but it is very special. Yeah. Um, he, basically, he basically wants to hold her away. And then uh, Flane shows up and is like, no, I want to join war school. And then she joins your house. Yeah, you have no choice about it. <laughs> it sounds like you're not very happy about it. I'm OK. Listen, she's fine now. First of all, she was I mean, I've made my dislike of Flane known. I just she's a lot for me yeah. personally. Sure. And like she also when she joins your house, I don't know my I think my team is very OP. Mm. So I like leveling her up was a huge pain in the ass. (laughs) Um, But like, I I don't know. She's good. She's she's like another healer. I actually I spec her to the Pegasus Knight because she has that proficiency as well for some reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, She sucks. She sucks with a lance. She sucks with it. Um, But. But she can go in, attack, and then move away very far because she's a, a horse, a flying, a Pegasus. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's a Pegasus unit. So that's fine. I, just, I you know, her, her strength is like nine or something. And meanwhile, Ferdinand is also my other Lance boy. And he's his strength is like, you know, 15 or something. Yeah. So he's fucking wrecking it every time he goes in with his Lance. Yeah, I just um, have her but, healing. But, I will say she has yeah. this one spell called Rescue. That yeah, what does it do? So it moves, you can, and it has like a pretty wide range to it. But if a, if another unit is within a certain range, she can move that unit close to her, which the name of it implies like, oh, you can use this to kind of, um, you know, uh, to like save somebody who's like at risk of like getting killed or whatever, getting taken out. 
But I've also found it useful to like for for some of my slower units, sometimes I'll yeah. like send Flane up, rescue them, and then they'll take their move. And it just like gives nice. them a little bit of extra distance because like, yeah, to do is so fucking slow. I love the man, yeah. but he is the slowest unit I have. And it's like yeah. I can't get him anywhere. Yeah. So that's been helpful. I get around my slow units with uh, Bernie's Gambit. She has the, I gave her the, um, I don't remember what, which one it is, but it's, it's like, it's basically just a bunch of people who are like, yeah, you can do it. Great. And it like doubles the speed, uh, of whoever's around you. It's like a pretty, a pretty okay, chunky radius. It. It's it's huh. only like eight squares around, but it's, it, it works out really great. If I can position her in the very middle in the beginning mm-hmm. and then shoot everybody <laughs> really far forward and she'll catch up <laughs> eventually, like but she's my archer anyway. So. That's pretty great. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah, realize it, that was a thing. I should look for that. Yeah. It works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I do you use gambits really? Yeah. Sometimes. Um, not, not that often. It kind of depends, but there I've definitely found, I don't remember what the context was, but there was one where the gambit where, uh, you can stop someone from moving was extremely useful. I think it's like something like it might've been a paralogue or something where it was like, you have to, Mm. you know, make sure these thieves don't like leave or whatever. Mm. Um, like, you know, they can like escape before you (laughs) slaughter them. Um, (laughs) and that was like a useful thing to be able to use yeah. that gambit. And it's like, you can't take your move turn. So I'm just going to like kill you. <laughs> I gave Linhart uh, the white mage one, which is like, it's, it's, it's healing in like a triangle in front right. of him, but mm-hmm. my units are never arranged in such a way that like that yeah. is helpful at all. Or they're never really injured that much where like I need to use like mass healing. A gambit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also I think Byleth, Dory and Flane on top of Linhart all have heal. So oh. Nice. No matter how spread out I am, I can usually. Yeah, you have a lot of healers. Do a heal if I know. I put a lot of time into the church, the choir for some reason. So a bunch of people's faith is higher than it needs to be. Like Bernadetta is at like a D. Yeah. I mean, it's helpful for, for healers and stuff. It like really, really bumps it. And then every time you do it, Byleth also gets the, the faith boost. So, you know, it just mm. kind of got healed by just doing it. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so tangent. special blood. Special yeah. blood. The more interesting thing to me, sorry, Flane, is. Yes. The other person we found, Monica. Monica, who was supposed to graduate last year and then went missing. And then everybody was like, bummer. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, "Mm, I guess she just decided to leave right before she was going to get her degree. A thing that people do. Yeah. This this is something that was very interesting to me. Yeah. Which is what happens to Monica, which I guess I don't know if we're there yet. We can. Uh, No, that's the next monastery scene. We can wait. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, basically the only thing that happens after, like, they tell you Monica's back, and they're like, oh, she's a black eagle, so she'll be back in your house. And I was like, oh, cool, am I going to have to pick between Monica and Flane? Which is the thing I was, like, pretty sure didn't happen because I'd never heard anybody talk about Monica before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so so that happens. She said They say you're going to rejoin your, your house. Uh, and then you could talk to Daddy Gerald. Mm-hmm. And he just says there's weird stuff happening. And if he goes, if he shows up dead, search his room. <laughs> yeah, that was not <laughs> ominous at okay. all. Okay. Yeah, what I love is he says, since the right of rebirth, quote unquote, strange groups yeah. have been seen around the monastery and elsewhere, which is just an utterly meaningless <laughs> sentence. There's no information <laughs> in that sentence at all. <laughs> at the monastery and other places. Yeah, so uh, he, he gives you that extremely yeah. vague explanation of what's going on and then is like by the way if i end up dead search this room i left something for you bye um yeah Uh, not weird at all thanks dad it's just so 
this happened with the Death Knight skulking around too. It's like everybody is like, yeah, here's the thing, a really weird thing that's happening, but uh, and nobody does anything about it. No, it's like what um, what is the war school and the church and everything for if we're just gonna ignore yeah. strange groups? Yeah. Gerald and, and Gerald like he said that they sent knights out to investigate these strange happenings mm-hmm, and then they all right. showed up dead. And like, yeah. that's not a big deal somehow. Like, it's just so, uh, whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's news. the end of chapter six. Yep, that's how it <laughs> ends. Your dad being like, I hope I don't die, but if I do, search my room. Go through my stuff, find the book safe. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of stuff that Thanks, my parents dad. do when they like go on vacation. They're like, now remember, this is where all, every all of the valuables are. Hit. I'm like, mom, like you're you're going to like Tampa. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I love you. She's never gonna listen to this. Then we move on to chapter seven. Field. It's chapter of seven. Eagle and lion. How does your chapter seven start? Um, so my chapter seven starts uh, with Dimitri and Dudu uh, explaining to me the concept of the Battle of Eagle and Lion, which is just another mock battle between the three houses. It's in something That's called Ronder Field, which is in um, the Empire. Um, we find Kaspar's out that family's territory. Caspar's family. Oh, interesting. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I, I got that. That fun fact. <laughs> We find out that Manuela and Hanneman won't be joining Manuela because she was recently stabbed. Um, <laughs> Which she talks about. And it's really yes, good. It's so good. But we'll skip ahead a little bit. When, when you mm-hmm. explore and talk to Manuela at the monastery, she has maybe the funniest reaction to getting stabbed, which is like, I thought I was good at fighting and then I got stabbed. So I'm really disappointed oh, in myself. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, she says, it turns out getting stabbed makes me really mad. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> sure. All right. Also, in this scene, she she says, um, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm going to sit this battle out. My students don't need to see me collapsed. Well, not on the battlefield. anyway. <laughs> Fucking cry. I didn't even uh, clock. Oh, my God, ma'am. Maybe you might have a problem. Like, it's yeah. OK to ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, what I love is th- they're both like, yeah, we're not going to participate in the battle. Byleth is like, should I also not participate in the battle? Yeah. And they're like, no, it's fine if you do. <laughs> Cause you're the silent yeah. protagonist. It's, and then they just sense. do a, a, a round of trash talk, which I think is very fun. <laughs> right. I get basically the same thing, but it's Hubert and Edelgard. So it's a little bit more menacing, but it's right. the same. It's the same um, deal. <laughs> We, we will talk uh, soon about the menacing aura that Edelgard brings to every interaction. Um, yeah. Uh, so and yeah, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, we're exploring. Yeah. Um, uh, I, talk, I talk to Sothis as I do mm-hmm. as soon as I start, and she immediately is like, Tomas is weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, sure, I agree. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> She's like, so it seems like somebody <laughs> infiltrated. Also, Tomas is kind of giving bad vibes. Like, okay, yep. I agree. <laughs> I thought I, I thought that was so fucking funny. That was um, good. Like that. OK, that guy. Uh, <laughs> there's also the big event this Woo! month um, is a fishing Ouch. tournament, which yeah. uh, it turns out Seth set it up because Flane wanted, quote, a feast of fish. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I, you know, I feel like after what she's been through, like she kind of deserves, you know, a treat. And I was like, that's the cutest, like big brother so, shit I've ever heard. So B- sweet. big brother and as an older brother, not as in a big brother in the 1984 sense. It's just a very <laughs> sweet thing. Yeah. Um, but my favorite thing about the fishing tournament is that some <laughs> of the students are really pissed off that it's happening. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because the mock battle is coming up and they're like, we should be focused on the battle. <laughs> 
It's like, calm down. I think you, you go to talk to Dudu and he's like, the, the kitchen's backed up because there's so much fish. He's just really upset <laughs> yeah. that he can't eat because they're making so much fish. Like, yeah. Dorothea does not like fish. She said she tried it once, but it was too gross. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I really, I really, really, really am disappointed with myself because I feel like I totally squandered the fishing tournament um, mm-hmm. because you get 50, 50 pieces oh, of tournament the same bait. Thing. Mm-hmm. You get 50 pieces of tournament bait and you talk to a few of the students that are just like around and they're like, oh, I bet I have a bigger fish than you. And it tells you like, if you have a four star fish, it'll probably beat this fish. And then Flane wants uh, some specific, like really big fish. That's she can't remember pretty... what it is, but she knows she'll know it when she sees it. Right. So I used about five, maybe six pieces of this bait before I, you know, showed everybody my fish was bigger than theirs and gave Flane the fish she wanted. And then since the tournament's over, yep. your bait is gone. Mm-hmm. So I missed out on like 44 other fishing opportunities, same. which I did okay, the same I'm thing. Glad that, I'm yeah, glad it wasn't just me. They don't me, tell you. It's like they, they don't, don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't tell you that Ugh. once you give Flane her special fish, that's it for right. you. That's it. Uh, it is interesting, though. It's one of the few instances where there is like a before and after mm-hmm. like voice line for, for mm-hmm. the characters that are around. Like if you talk to them beforehand, they're like, I got this big fish. I bet you can't get a bigger one. And then afterwards you show it to them. And they're like, oh, wow, dang, you got a bigger fish. And then once the f- tournament is over, when you right. get Flane her big fish, they have another line that was like, wow, that sure was a great tournament. Yeah. Uh, which I just thought was interesting. It didn't add anything, but I thought it was just neat that they were multiple voice lines. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought that yeah. was cute. Okay. So was Monica talking mm-hmm. to Edelgard? Mm-hmm. This is exactly okay. what I wanted to bring up next. What was, I, I, I'm sure it's probably the same thing, but what was your interaction with them like? She, so I walk up, I, if I tried to talk to either of them, uh, I would overhear Monica saying, okay, I think she called her Edel, which is a weird, yeah, I, really I like, bad nickname. I like Dorothy as Edie. I think that's way Edie. cuter than yeah. Edel. Um, she's like, Adel, uh, so we can, let's sneak into the library later or something like that. Uh, and then she sees that Byleth is there and is like, oh, hey, professor, like Edelgard's just telling me, you know, how, how to be a student again. Like she, she tries to play it off. Um, and that's it. Oh, okay. Okay. So I did, I did get a little more. Oh, you got more. Okay. I did get a little more. It's, it's nothing really substantial, but it's the same deal where they're whispering and then they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Edelgard's like, Edelgard blows me off, which like felt really really bad. Edelgard's wow. like, we're kind of talking. Can you like go? And like, that's it. And she then Monica's such, like, like scary, like again, scary, popular girl energy. Yeah. I'm like, I thought we were friends. Jeez yeah. Louise. And then Monica says how excited she is to like be back and to be taught by me. Um, and then basically is like, but don't worry, I'm not going to actually come on any missions with you because I don't want to take away from the experience of the younger students because she basically went through an entire year. You know, she went through her entire thing. She just has to like finish and graduate and stuff. So that's pretty much the, hey, Monica's not actually going to join your team. You're not going to have to actually teach her anything mm-hmm. <laughs> part of, of Monica's storyline, which kind of bummed me out. I kind of wish even if she like turns out to be some sort of sleeper agent or something yeah. like I wish I could have her on the field for like, you know, a battle or two or something, you know, that just feels like it would mm-hmm. be more fun. But I understand how it's more work for a, a game developing team to like make a whole other student. Right. Um, but I don't know, even if it was like a mission assistant type deal, you know, like you can't actually change anything yeah. about her. Like she has a sword and mm-hmm. that's all she can do. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, bad vibes here to be suspicious. Real bad vibes. Yeah. I don't like yeah, being I was... uh, blown off by my house leader. It made me feel really mm-hmm. bad. 
I was very curious um, and and we ended up talking about it during the week because I, I was just like, does she, you know, like mm. I was curious about whether she would always join Black Eagles or if right. she like just like always joins a different house, you know? Your so, team, um, yeah. yeah. So I was I was very interested in that because I thought it was very strange that it was like, oh, you get flying and this girl's going about to Black Eagles and don't worry about it. She's just sneaking around. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, Hilda, uh, when you talk yes. to Hilda this week. She's already she's picking up on <laughs> the bad Monica vibes. Right. She right. says, uh, does Monica seem off to you? She was in prison for a long time, but she seems to have recovered almost instantly and has been bizarrely cheerful. Yep. So Hilda knows something's up. Yeah. And then you t- I forget who it is. I took a picture, but I don't have it. Somebody's like, maybe she's just like happy to be alive. So she- it was Claude, I think. Claude is just oh, like, yeah, yeah she's like right. happy. She's happy to be alive. I don't seem- think it's that weird. It's like Claude, my man. Like, come yeah, on. come on, my uh, guy. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, there's nobody in this in this school has like no secrets. Right, Everybody's right. got something. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll. I'm uh, very interested to see what what happens with yeah. Monica. She's real sus. Yeah, extremely. Uh, mm. And then I uh, talked to Bernadetta. Okay. Uh, mm, all right. Just keep this. Just put a pin in this until we get to talking about supports and stuff. Okay. Uh, Bernadetta is afraid her parents are going to come watch the battle. Uh, and she's very, that. she's very nervous about it. Uh, I love Bernadetta so much. Uh, and then, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I talked to Ferdinand and he's like, Hey, you know, the empire used to control all of Fodlin. Uh, I'm just going to read straight from, from his, his voice line here. Please do. Uh, the empire used to control all of Fodlin, but after the civil war, the Northern region split off and became the kingdom. Later, the Eastern part of the kingdom, uh, seceded to become the Alliance. There are three powers today, but a thousand years ago, we were all united as one. His final voice line, even now among the nobles of the empire, there are some who dream of reunifying Fodlin, which I don't think he realizes is as ominous and accurate mm. as <laughs> he, he, uh, he, re- he thinks it is. Um, is that is that what Edelgard wants to I reunify? Think, she just wants her her territory back. Like I, I I think it's I think it is reunifying Fodolin by way of destroying the other systems of power. So it's not necessarily like I want this land. It's like I think the people should be able to rule themselves, <laughs> but with me as Empress. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I'm like, I'm sorry. The the imperial power thinks the people should yes. rule themselves. That's that's mm-hmm. the vibe I'm getting where, where she's she's saying that, like, the people should take back power and it shouldn't be on nobles to, like, rule everything. But also she, as the empress, will be the one to lead that charge. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, have, I have questions. <laughs> yeah, it's not a not an airtight plan. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry for that, Edie, but it's yeah. just not. Questionable. And then and then I had the great conversation with men while about being stabbed it's just mm-hmm. really good yeah i think we we covered kind of the the big moments in um the explorer mm-hmm. phase uh mm-hmm. there were a few other things that stood out to me which is a student had me deliver a love letter to aloise <sighs> i think it was the same student <laughs> who said who gave you to, to <laughs> give one Cosley, to cyril cosley has cyril? crushes on uh god um yeah. I, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is about uh, students uh, crushing on teachers in a very open way, um, yeah. but woof. Uh, Flane, uh, the game continues to beat you over the head with questions about <laughs> Flane's age. Uh, she loses an <laughs> antique clasp with an outdated design. Oh, I didn't know hmm. who to give that to. Oh, yeah, sorry. Interesting. No, I had that's, to look it up. 
yeah, say the lost items, I am like every once in a while I'll scroll through and be like, maybe this person. And then, or I'll just talk to everyone and go through every single one. And they're like, Mm -hmm. that's not mine. That's not mine. That's not mine. That's not, it's like, okay. Uh, It's just, it's such a wild system. It (laughs) is. It's very, it's very weird. Cause it's like, unless you know the student really well, just by virtue of having them in your house, you don't always know like what their interests are which i guess is the point but like also there's a couple that are like oh this belongs to someone who likes training and i know Mm -hmm. like off the top of my head like four students like come on it's war school they all like training to some extent except like the lazy ones or the ones who want to be painters or whatever yeah Ferdinand, who told me he liked he wanted to come to (laughs) he wanted to come to the monastery to relax before real noble life began (laughs) okay (laughs) Dude, what? Fuck <laughs> off. It's like, I thought I could just come and hang before oh I have to God. do noble things. Like, fuck the, you. God, the bro plant who's who joined the play is really, that, that <laughs> metaphor is just, God, really yeah. apt. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only other thing from this this explore phase that stood out to me is someone mentioned that there's going to be a ball at some point and I'm amped. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, there's going to be a ball. Wow, that's fun. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there's a ball. It seems like that's the perfect place for something to go really bad. No. Sorry. I just <laughs> the last time children to dance and Yeah. Have, the last time have, something went really bad was the rite of rebirth where everyone was in yeah. one spot. So if there's another time for something to go really bad, it'll be the ball where everybody's in one spot. I just want these children to experience like yeah. normal, messy teen <laughs> drama dance. That's all right. I want for them. Just regular Catholic school, not Catholic war school. <laughs> Uh, yeah so then uh i got my first paralogue battle with ingrid Mm -hmm. and dorothea it was yes i got the same i'm just gonna kind of blow through this because it's really weird not weird it's just like so ingrid basically comes to dorothea and is like hey i got a letter that i'm apparently betrothed to this guy and dorothea's like that's no good this dude's a, a a traitor who who makes all his money via you know it's it's blood money blah 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 he doesn't care about you he just cares about your name etc cetera, etc cetera. this will not fly for my ingrid and like apparently they're mm-hmm. best friends so then they go to byleth and like hey can you help us i don't even honestly remember what the fucking they they literally was. literally cuz i quoted it we're going mm. to check this guy out <laughs> Yeah. So okay. I was like, oh, like, a, so we're going on a girl's trip? Like, is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. So then <laughs> you go. With all of our other students for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. You go and you're ambushed by the guy's flunkies, I guess. Yeah. I love it. It's and like uh, you it's you sort of like get we get like a, a bit of a time skip where it's like, yeah. OK, we checked him out and we realize he's no good. And so we're yeah. leaving now. And as we do, we get ambushed by right by his uh, his men. It's just like ambush on ambush on ambush. Like every, every like two turns of this six yeah, this to seven was turn battle pain. was like, hey, there's four more guys. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, the objective of this battle was to get Ingrid, who is on a Pegasus. So she moves pretty quickly. So it was pretty mm-hmm. simple, actually, to get her to the three blue squares on the northeast side of the map. And that was it. It was pretty underwhelming. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But then afterwards, we get a cutscene which I really love, where Ingrid gives Dorothea the ring that her betrothed gave her. I guess uh, it's like a really special ring or whatever. <laughs> Dorothea's like, "Oh, Ingrid, I accept," uh, as if she was just proposed to. But then the game uh, chickens out and won't let them be engaged. Uh, so Fucking then they give bullshit. it. They Doroth Dory gives it to Byleth, uh, and it's just like, "Do whatever you want with it." <laughs> okay, cool. 
I'm trying to remember. I think it might have been different for me because um, oh. for me, I got uh, and I, maybe I got the ring, too. But I got uh, Ingrid's family's heroes relic, which is a, oh. a lance. Yeah. Whoa. So Ingrid has a cool lance now. Whoa. Yeah. So it's different for blue lions. OK, cool. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay. That's dope. That's dope as hell. Mm-hmm. A much better ending. I'm, well, actually, did you still get like the engagement uh, cutscene? I don't remember. <gasps> oh, that's a good cutscene. I'm sorry if I, you didn't get it. <laughs> I was acting like you did this whole time. I mean, I may have. I don't, I genuinely don't recall. Mm. That's why I take such detailed notes. Cause if I don't write sure. it down, it's like it never happened. Right. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Um, but I, I, I do the, the dynamic between, Dorothy and Ingrid was really wonderful. And I was like, damn, it's really just, good. Just let them, just let them kiss. Yeah. Um, I wish there was more, a way for there to be more of that. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, like, like cross house relationships, mm-hmm. um, just not like romantic relationships, just relationships in general. Like clearly I mean, Ingrid are, and Dorothea like really knew each other and like each other, but like, yeah, there are some like cross house supports. Mm. Maybe that's one. Maybe I need to prioritize that. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I uh, I got that paralogue as well. I got a few other paralogues, but I want to talk about them in connection with when we talk about supports. And I feel like there's sure. there's a lot of like puzzle pieces coming together in terms of things I'm learning about uh, the Blue Lions. Um, OK, so I, I have. Yeah, I have a few cool. few. We're going to do a deep dive on a few. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I think I'm going to have more parallax to talk about in the next episode because I'm looking at the map or looking at the calendar for chapter mm-hmm. eight and I have well, at least two parallax. Um, yeah. My third week, I went back. I just did explore again and did some stuff and then mm-hmm. left. Was there anything special that happened for you? I don't think so. No, I don't even have anything written down. Yeah. I think I did. I did a couple of parallax. I think this uh, this month, one of them being the Ingrid one. And then there was another, another one. Um, uh, I have this wonderful picture of Felix in his room facing the window and just above, above everybody's head before you talk to them, they have like a little word bubble that says like, you know, a, a summation of what the conversation you're going to have is going to like start with at least. And Felix is just says, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the vibe, man. It's really good. Uh, uh love it. Delightful. Um, yeah, I I mean I I don't really have anything else uh at this point from from this month except for the battle. Cool. Then we go to the battle. Hooray. We go to the battle, <laughs> go to the battle and it it gives you a a meal before yeah, before the battle. It like it, it like automatically gives you one of the, you know, share a meal with students mm-hmm. thing. Uh for me it was Hubert and Dorothy uh Hubert and Bernie. Yeah, for me it was to do an ash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it, it just like picked them, right? Like it wasn't. Yeah. It's well, yeah. It, well, actually for both of us, it was the vassal and the archer. Oh, hmm. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was seemed weird. I was like, cause it, it was, yeah, it was like, Oh, there's a big feast before the battle. I was like, okay, cool. And then it was just you doing like the regular <laughs> food yeah. thing. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. and then we go to Grander Field. we get some, uh, talking and then we get a, Honestly, a really beautiful cutscene of like it's just like uh, Rhea and Sateth standing on oh, like yeah. the top of this cliff overlooking all of Grander Field with with you know their royal guard behind them. Um, mm-hmm. Really wonderful. Uh, yeah, I love that visual. They toot toot uh, the horns and uh, the children begin fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, they they all um, we see each house leader tell their 
the house to begin fighting mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the battle yeah, begins. There's, I, I think there's like a cut scene in advance, um, but I, I summarize that as everyone says they're going to try their hardest to beat ass. Um, yep. <laughs> that's, that's pretty it. much it. That's it. Um, with a little uh, bit of oh, light sorry. shit talking among the heads of house. What? Yeah. Um, before we even get to Grinderfield, I had a little house, a little house meeting. We're, mm-hmm. we're like at the field, but it's just the house. Everybody's talking and Caspar's like, oh, yeah. my family, like this is in House Berlier's, uh, f- you know, rule or whatever. Uh, Berlier's, I think, I think is his house. And he basically says the grain that this field produces feeds the whole empire. Like Grander Field is like the biggest field in, in the thing. It like has a lot of wheat and stuff. And then he like stops for a second. And it's like. I hope we don't destroy all the grain. It's like, oh, no shit. Like, why are we hey, doing this here? Should yeah, we do this somewhere like, else? Hey gang, can we go somewhere <laughs> else? Spilling blood on your food? Like, right. Which fuck? really I thought was just a really wonderful summation of like how fucked this monastery right? is. Yeah. The whole system, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's pretty bad. That's um, so good. Yeah. And then just a fun little tidbit. Uh, Edelgard asks like, oh, how should we go about this battle? And I think the answers were like, Fight your best. And then the second option was like, use cruel schemes. And I chose use <laughs> I chose use cruel schemes and Hubert's Hubert's little support like whoop went oh up. Oh my god. It was that's really amazing. good. And Edelgar, Edelgar was like, that sounds a lot like somebody else in this house. <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, I love Hubert, I love that they give you an option to yeah. <laughs> in a conversation with Edelgard to say something that's like a wink and a nod to Hubert. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, do you want to um, flirt with Hubert right now? <laughs> always. Absolutely. I will flirt with Hubert yeah. as much as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Edelgard's like, well, as long as we all stick together, the Black Eagles will prevail. And then <laughs> Hubert says, if we lose, it will be on your shoulders, Professor. Like, thanks, dude. Thanks, you. <laughs> thanks, you. Love you. And then the battle begins. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you're you're your goal is basically just to take out the other houses. Um, yeah. I'm curious, where was your starting point? Did you start like on the other side of the little bridges? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was curious I if, if like, too. yeah, that's where I started as well. I was just curious okay. if it like switched depending on what house you were in, because oh, for me, uh, for me, the golden deer were in like the Northwest and the, mm-hmm. uh, blue lions were in the Northeast. Uh, but in the yeah, middle, I had golden deer, Northwest blue or, uh, black like, eagles. Northeast, yeah. which like yeah. i i feel like i don't know the the golden deer spot really made sense to me because like it was like claude just basically stood there <laughs> and yeah. like you know took cover and uh used his fantastic archery skills yeah to, dude was just shooting yeah um so it would make sense to me i feel like for for golden deer to start there either way but uh. yeah <laughs> yeah uh so battle happens there's this big mm-hmm. like raised dais in the middle <laughs> Yeah, uh, that has a ballista on it. You need to have certain archer stats. Will you stop meowing? He's laying on the ground, <laughs> meowing at me. Just I'm oh, so like glad that for it. once it's not my pet. Yeah, <laughs> interrupting. Um, uh, you need good archer stats to use the ballista. So for me, Ash started up there. Uh, for me, it was Bernie. Oh, very uh, nice. But I sure did replace her with Ash <laughs> once <laughs> I, I took her, her out with Bernie. So. <laughs> So an eye for an eye, I guess. Yeah, it really wasn't that good. It had really good range, but it wasn't yeah. like a good weapon. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But it's um, just a battle then. Uh, there was nothing really like special yeah. that happened except you are killing the kids you're making relationships with. Yeah, the only um, the only interaction during the battle that I, I took note of is if you if you send the house, your house leader to like take out the other house leaders, it turns yes. out there's some dialogue, um, which yes. I I didn't I didn't. Uh, 
Sylvain ended up taking out Claude, so I didn't get any dialogue with him. But with Edelgard, I did have Dimitri to uh, annihilate her. Oh, that's good, because I got I got Edelgard and Claude. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, so uh, Dimitri says to Edelgard, it's time to cross blades. I never imagined such a day would come to pass. And this bitch says, if the Empire and the Kingdom go to war, we'll be able to fight as much as we please. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, Excuse no. me? Oh, no! And Dimitri, rightfully so, is like, please don't joke about that. Like, yeah. the thought of actually fighting you is very troubling to <laughs> hey. me. Kim, I got to tell you, not a not a joke. I know <laughs> it wasn't a joke. <laughs> I know, I know she that don't, she don't joke. I know. Well, there's there's more to come uh, yeah. at, at the end of the battle, but first, I want to hear what um, uh, the yeah. Claude Edelgard interaction, yeah, which I'm sure so is, is equally as uh, <laughs> sinister. Uh, actually, no. Well, uh, oh, kinda. It's really good because as soon as you as soon as Edelgard goes to uh, initiate. Uh, Claude says, hey, princess, heads up. There's a rat right by your imperial feet. And Edelgard goes, ah, huh? How dare you make a fool of me? <laughs> I will not, nice, you will not rile God. me with childish tactics. Oh uh, man, that's so good. <laughs> he says, the sheer terror in, the, uh, in your eyes was something else entirely. My mistake. Anyway, it was only a joke. <laughs> oh, I love him. Uh, and, then, and then she just, she ends it with, you really hope to unsettle me with childish jokes? It won't work. You must stand and fight. And then Ugh. fucking took him out with two huge axe yeah. swings. It was sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that was pretty much the battle. I got, yeah. did you get the the chest that was there? Yeah. There's a, a lance in it, I think. Yeah, it was just like a nice lance that I think you could yeah. buy at the shop at this point. I was not impressed. Oh, really? I, yeah, I think I, I can still only buy like steel and iron stuff. You should check. I think oh. I think it's after this one you start to be able to buy some stuff. I don't know. I'm a little bit ahead, so I could yeah. be <laughs> misremembering. Yeah, just started chapter eight. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, and then so, we win. <laughs> no, we win. Yeah. Yeah. Bernadetta was my MVP, which was uh, a nice change of pace. Nice. I don't remember. I need to start writing down who my MVPs are. Um, yeah. I think this one might have been Sylvain. Because again, he's on a horse, so like, yeah. I made him. A, I oh. made him cavalry. So, uh, did did Lorenz in your run, if you remember, on his immediately as soon as he gets his first movement, he says, "A stronghold for me to seize, splendid!" Mm -hmm. And then immediately yes. breaks off from Eddie, everybody, and runs toward the center fort thing. Yeah, and Claude's like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, hey, we're right here." <laughs> Um, got about really that good stuff. but yes really good that stuff. did happen also uh something that i thought was great that i just realized wouldn't have happened in yours Ooh. um linhard you know how there's there's that like uh sort of like raised thing um on yeah. the side where the the blue lines oh, would yeah, have been yeah, yeah. for you um where there's like a like a heel tile yeah so linhard in my battle stood like behind that did not engage didn't find anyone just stood there and kept healing himself himself <laughs> yeah like not even he wasn't on the tile he was next to it and he kept healing himself with a vulnerary fuck oh my god <laughs> like, did not want to fight there was no dialogue about it even it was just like linhardt oh. is just here <laughs> eventually so, i had to be like all right i need to take you out now that's so funny i actually so think that funny. that healing i think that healing might be part of his crest boost at the beginning of every oh. turn he regains a few hit points but it's like still 10. very funny it was 10 it was 10 like it, okay yeah. well maybe it was vulnerary vulnerary i don't know how to say it vulnerary i just call i call them juice box 
Yeah, juice box. I'm like, works. okay, juice take box. a sip of your juice box. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just thought that was so delightful. Oh. <laughs> it's like he's just not participating. It's like yeah. I could take it out basically all of his house at that point. Yep. And he was just chilling. I was like, I, I almost don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Take you out, but I have to. So then after the battle, everybody's like, maybe we should have a big feast. The house leaders are all like, yeah, let's let's all have a big feast. It'll be great. We could all be friends. Is that and what then, happens, AJ? Well, that's what happened for me. Is that not what happened for you? Uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> maybe it's it's said in a more sinister way, but that's the general. That's the gist of it. So in mine, um, you know, they everybody gets together and it's like, well done everybody. You know, they, they have yeah. like a moment of, of niceties and then the shit talking starts. Yeah. Edelgard oh, nice. says, uh, if there's ever a next time, I'm going to wipe that smile from your face. <laughs> a bit much, a bit much, Edelgard. A bit much, a bit much. And Claude, uh, both trying to diffuse the situation and definitely <laughs> foreshadowing says, I hope the day never comes when we have to put this experience to use. Yeah. I got that similar to which Edelgard. It basically uh, this is me paraphrasing, but she's just like, I wouldn't mind. Ha ha. Just kidding. Unless. (laughs) 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 Um, And Dimitri's like, seriously, can you stop with the jokes about killing us? Because it's like not cool. It's getting kind of old. All right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when Claude is like, yeah, ha ha. We should have a feast. Like, again, clearly trying to diffuse some obvious tension between these two. And I love Edelgard then says, you really value that kind of thing, don't you? First of oh all, shady. Second of all, God. value what kind of thing? Food? Yeah. Like, calm Jesus. down. So basically, uh, my my takeaway from here is Edelgard is so sus. Sure. <laughs> and like something we were talking about <laughs> this week, uh, you know, off pod, yeah. is that if I weren't aware of what's going on in your Black Eagles run, if I didn't hear about like the things that she has said to you and her like anti-church motivations and whatever... This right. would all just come across as her being so sinister and so yeah. aggressive. And like, yeah. you know, there would be like no charitable reading of it, which I just think is a very interesting uh, aspect of this game. I I, I, uh, I think you're giving her too much credit because I don't I don't even think there's really a charitable reading of this. I just think she's very misguided. Uh, and I guess from the outside, it just seems like she is not misguided. She just is like a bad person. <laughs> Who wants to murder? <laughs> but like from yeah, inside the I, house, it's like she has okay goals, but like her way of going about it is like so wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I that, that's the thing. Like I don't even know what her goals are other than yeah. she keeps making these like passive aggressive comments about <laughs> wanting to kill you. people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's like mm, I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's just interesting to me, like what my perspective would be like if I didn't know what I know about her from your Black Eagles run. It's very fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, good video game. Good video game. Uh, this is like the fourth time today that we've said good yeah. video game to each other. Because, uh, hey, good video game. It's a good video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I mean, basically had that same conversation with with the three mm-hmm. house leads, but Edelgard was in a much better mood because we won. Um, oh, okay. But basically um, says like... You know, if it if it does come to that of like Claude saying like, oh, I hope we don't have to fight each other. She asks Bylas like, hey, if it does come to that, what do you think will happen? And I responded, nothing would change or something like we would still beat them or whatever. And she loved that. <laughs> she loved that. 
Um, <laughs> the other option was like the other. We had three options. It was the blue lions are capable. The the golden deer are capable, or nothing would change. <laughs> so I chose nothing would change because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make relationships with the other house leads. Sorry. Um, Fair <laughs> so enough. She was like, "Sick, yeah, nice, nice answer." And then you go have a big feast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and after the feast, you, uh, which we don't get to see, unfortunately, but then you have your like debrief with your house. Once again, uh, Dimitri comments on how happy I look in a very bizarre (laughs) way for someone who's 17, um, says, I love seeing you like this. That look on your face (laughs) is just another boon from this glorious day. (laughs) Oh, perhaps. And then he says, perhaps the best one of all. Oh, Dimitri, like. This is very kind, but it's a lot for me. Um, (laughs) He clarifies a little bit after the feast where he's like, at first, it seemed like you didn't show him to Byleth. Um, He says, it seems like you didn't show a lot of emotion and it was unnerving to me. But, um, you know, now I feel like I, you know, see more of you um, and I'm, you know, grateful and I trust you and whatever. Yeah. Um, and every like uh, it just it, everyone just says really sweet shit about Everybody how much they really love nice having stuff. you. Yeah. Yeah. They how much they love having you as their teacher. And a lot of it is framed in like, I can't wait to spend the rest of the school year with you. And in a way that makes me think like, hmm. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly I feel like shit's going to go down. I'm less confident about my tenure here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, just some highlights from this conversation. Annette. Yeah is the cutest shit I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> without you, we wouldn't be the blue lions, except for the blue part, because we'd be sad. Stop it! I oh my died. god! Um, oh, sweet child. Felix, uh, always withholding, says, I suppose there are worse things than fighting by your side. Oh my god. Um, I'll, win, I'll win you over, you slippery little eel. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like a nice little conversation. There's also... I imagine you got the same the same comment, but Sothis says, oh, so you've made good use of my power after all. I would have been upset if you had failed in such an easy task. Yeah. yeah. Which at this point, I I am no longer like I realize it's now it's just part of our banter. Um, yeah. And so I, you know, you know what? So this never change. Um, <laughs> just delightful. So for me, after the feast, we get back and the first person to talk is Bernadetta. She's like, thank God that's over. Everybody was so nice <laughs> and was trying to talk to me and I just mm. wasn't into it. And uh, I think Dorothy is like, oh, come on. You got to like, you know, try and make friends, whatever. But then and then the compliments start flowing in and, and Bernadette is like, I mean, I did enjoy it a little bit. And I don't think or if you weren't here, I wouldn't have been able to enjoy it at all. Like I've been trying to come out of my room a little bit more each day. Like, thank you so much. It was Aww, really, really sweet. Really I loved cute. it a lot. And then Edelgard, uh, there's a couple more like choices you can make in dialogue, but basically Edelgard comes to like, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you're here. I had said before that I wanted you by my side if, you know, basically if, if I, if I have a revolution. When shit goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when, her sea support, basically. Like when you have a, mm-hmm. uh, she, she just said like, I want you by her side when, when I start a war. And then she says, <laughs> but I've changed my mind. And I thought I had like chosen a wrong option. I was like, oh no. Uh, but she says she wants me by her side as a guide to continue, oh. to continue basically being her teacher, even, even when she is empress. So, um, so you'll advise. Yeah, I'll be more revolution. of an advisor. <laughs> right. Uh, which I thought, I mean, it's, uh, I thought it was a nice sentiment. I was like, oh, wow, thank you. You know, you appreciate my, my teaching. Um, 
But then it was just like a flood of compliments. Everyone's like, you're doing mm-hmm. so good. I was like, wow, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Because everybody else is, I think for the Black Eagles, it's especially effective because every other like support scene or dialogue scene you have with the Black Eagles always ends with like, hey, fuck you. And then, and then your support level goes up. <laughs> like, like I had a support with Hubert uh, where he was basically like, hey, Edelgard really likes you, but if you fuck her over, you're going to disappear. And, and and you're like, I'm sorry, disappear. He's like, yeah, don't think just because I'm like young, like a student that I won't like dispose of you. I'm like, what the fuck? And then support goes up to see. I was like, OK, cool. I like <laughs> uh, there, there was a, a brief conversation today in Steven's chat that was like, you know, is this, someone who hadn't played the game before, I think, was like, is this the first time these students have killed? Um, and there was there was some discussion about that. But the the overall consensus was Hubert has definitely killed before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't think twice. <laughs> no. I think he's been uh, Edelgard's like, vassal since he was 14 or something. I was looking at the timelines the other day. But uh, so it's been almost a decade that he's been <laughs> like looking wow. after her. Uh, yeah, if, if I'm remembering right, I don't want to, don't quote me on that. Uh, and so then basically let's get to the end of this chapter so that we can talk about the, what we really want to talk about. Yeah. Basically you get told to go to Remire village, uh, mm-hmm. where Byleth and Geralt have been before there's strange things happening and that's, yep, that's, that's all you it. get. That's all like, you okay, get. Okay, cool. Uh, and then for winning, I, this might be different because it was different for the, the paralogue for winning. You get uh, a holy lance, I think is what I got from Rhea. That's what I got too. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Hooray. Hooray. That's Hooray. the chapter seven. That's the chapter. And now from now on, we'll probably cover a chapter an episode. Uh, yeah. Maybe. We've learned our lesson. We yeah. talk a lot. Yeah. I love these children. But, okay. <laughs> we do love the kids. So I had told Kim before we started recording, I think uh, I had only done the Byleth supports for this section of the game. I still have to sit down for a solid hour and go through every other support um, <laughs> between the kids, which I will do at some point. Um, I really should do that more regularly because it definitely seems like it. I don't know. It's just like a whole chunk of the game that I'm missing out on. Like, I like making the relationships and doing things to make the relationship go up. But then for some reason, when it comes to like watching the cutscene, I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Favorite part of the game. If this game were only really support I scenes, I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with me. So I really only have one that I want to get to. I already talked about Hubert's. Uh, I want to talk about okay. Bernie's, but I can talk about Bernie's after you talk about some of yours, if you'd like. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So today, uh, like I said, things are the the pieces are starting to come together in this uh, puzzle that is the lives of the Blue Lion children. Um, <laughs> so I want to do some deep dives on a few of. Uh, my kids, starting with Ingrid. And this is going to add some interesting context, I think, to the paralogue. So you remember uh, last episode when we talked about Glenn? Vaguely? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Glenn was Felix's brother. Yes. Okay. died at the tragedy of Dusker. um, And it seemed like there may have been like some kind of intimate relationship with Ingrid Mm -hmm. because she talked about how difficult it was for her uh, when he died. Right, right, right. I found out it's because he was Ingrid's fiance. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this, this explains a lot. Um, it explains yeah. a lot about why she mothers Sylvain and Felix and Dimitri. Oh, Cause she's God. like afraid of losing them the way that she lost Glenn. I think Stop. Um, it also explains 
uh, does not excuse, but explains her like deep prejudice against people from Dusker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is again, like it's not it's not an excuse, but we do get a really nice support scene, or I did at this point. <laughs> I got uh, her and and to do up to support level B. Nice. And she gives him a very genuine, very heartfelt apology, and kind of explains like you know I I had this prejudice because I just sort of assumed that all people from Dusker like you know harbored this this resentment and you know supported this, and um, yeah. I realize now like you are not like that. You're not responsible for this and you know i was wrong to take it out on you and you know it was like it's a good apology Uh and so i i I really appreciated that i was very proud of her nice and another thing that's interesting that i i learned through supports with ingrid her family she is a noble but her family isn't wealthy yes yeah and she is the only member of her family who has a crest and oh. so uh, her dad wants to leverage her crest to marry her off to a wealthier nobleman uh, and sort of restore the glory of their house. And so that's why she's getting this proposal and why, you know, why it's so right. serious. I, I think that was vaguely covered in the paralogue, but OK, OK. So so that's a, like a, a fuller picture of a character who I've been very hard on in the past. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I really appreciated that. Hello, gang. Editing AJ popping in to let you know that we're about to talk about Bernadetta's B support with Byleth, and there's some pretty tough stuff in it. So if you're sensitive to descriptions of domestic mental, emotional, or physical abuse, you might want to skip ahead to an hour, five minutes, and 35 seconds. It'll be another music cue, so just keep your ear out for that. Otherwise, here's the rest of the show. Do you want to talk about Bernie or because I have two more students that I want to talk about in detail and then a couple of other. uh, What are their like heaviness levels? Heavy. They're okay. Bernie's is also pretty heavy. So I guess welcome to heavy time. We were in heavy time in the podcast. Yeah, we are. We're we're getting into it. Yeah. Um, So in chapter four. Five or six, I got uh, Byleth and Bernie's B support. Um, I didn't talk about the last episode because we were talking about a bunch of other supports and I was hoping maybe Kim would get to it, but she hasn't gotten to it, which I understand. It's not super easy to build a relationship with Bernie. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. So basically you go to talk to Bernadetta and she's just like really, she's just like really down and she's like talking about her family Mm -hmm. and, and how it's like, they make her like uncomfortable and stuff and base and, and tells you like how and why she came to the monastery. Ooh. And I think, yeah, I was going to just read through it, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Basically her, her dad only has ever seen her as a, a bait for a rich husband. Um, mm, so mm-hmm. he had just been trying to train her to be a quote unquote good wife and he says he'd do things like tie me to a chair. Uh, I tried to do as he asked. Honestly, I did. But before I knew it, I just couldn't bring myself to leave my room anymore. And oh my God. Yeah. And Byleth asks, why not? Uh, she says, I had an over. So I guess I am just reading it now. Uh, so Byleth asks, do. why not? She says, I just had this overwhelming feeling of fear all the time. No matter how hard I tried, my father never thought I was good enough. After that, mm. it was just constant scolding. He couldn't say two words to me without mentioning how useless I was, an unmarriageable girl. My life was isolated to say the least. I wasn't allowed to play with other kids, let alone make a friend. Soon I stopped wanting that. I was happiest alone. 
but even that made him mad. And when he tried to drag me outside, I kicked and screamed so much, I seriously hurt myself. He's calmed down a bit in recent years. His constant torment was replaced with complete indifference. He mostly acts like I don't exist now. <laughs> and then you ask, like, well, how did you end up in the monastery if, like, you don't want to be around people? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> she just says, if you can believe it, I was basically kidnapped. My mother ordered an attendant to stuff me in a bag while I was sleeping. And by the time I figured out what was going on, I was already here. For a while, I was sure I was going to die. Oh my but here God. I am, look at me, still breathing. Jesus. <sighs> and fuck, fuck. Like, literally made me cry. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's so intense. And I love Brenda so much. I'm emotional again. But man, it, it's, it's intense. Yeah, like I, I'm kind of speechless. It's, uh, yeah. just, I don't know. I, yeah. That is really, that's really rough. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, uh, tragic backstories are like kind of the thing, but that is, yeah. that is like next level. Yeah. Just like straight up, just like a child emotional, abuse. Physical, like, yeah, emotional, physical, mental yeah. abuse. Like, whew. Jesus. <sighs> Anyway, so that's Violet and Bernie's B support. <laughs> Wild. <sighs> you have any good ones? <laughs> is there, I was just wondering, is there an explanation of why her mother wanted her to go to the monastery? I assume. Yeah, I mean, maybe it could be for her to like get away from her father or something. Like it could yeah. be like a protective thing. But honestly, I don't know if if Bernadetta sees it that way or if I'm ever mm -hmm. going to get that angle, but I could see that being true yeah. and like knowing that like, obviously she would not go willingly. So unfortunately she has to do this really shitty thing and kidnap her daughter. Oh my but, God. but that is an interesting point bringing up that the mother did it. Mm -hmm. So I don't, maybe, maybe it was like a, 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 a protective thing, which is like really yeah. stinks still, um, which brings yeah, a whole, like it's not great, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Uh, and that support brings a whole new light to Bernadetta being nervous that her family's going to come see the battle mm -hmm. at, at Gronderfield. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Damn. A lot. Um, uh, I love yeah. I love my door child. She can stay yeah. inside as long as she wants. Uh, there was some time exactly. where I went to go. One time I went to her door and she said, I'm not secretly eating cake. <laughs> 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 and that was how she started the conversation. Uh. Oh, I love her so much. Good for her. Eat your yeah. cake, girl. You yeah. you deserve it. Yeah. I gave this makes me so happy that I gave her a teddy bear. I feel like she deserves all the love in the world. Oh, so that was really intense. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only support I brought today. That's all right. <laughs> I do have one that's a little lighter, actually. If 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 I can just quickly dip into it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I got Dorothea and Byleth's B support, um, which basically is like Dorothea says that she's uncomfortable because she feels like Byleth can see right through her, uh, which is like, okay, weird. But then she takes you off and you go and talk alone. And she basically tells you like, you know, I have always clung to this, my my popularity as a diva, uh, like in the opera, like, you know, then and she, she had built up that persona. And that was kind of the persona that she had carried into school and the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. um, but she says when when Byleth looks at her, he, she feels like he can see right through that um, and tell that she is just like, you know, putting up a facade or whatever. Um, wow. Yeah. So that was nice. And then she <laughs> she ends up by going, can you tell me one of your weaknesses? 
<laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, well, I just gave you that whole thing, so you have to give me something in return. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, it doesn't, it, it says like, I'll share, dot, 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 and then it doesn't actually give you anything. Right. Um, but she's like, okay, well, now we're even. See ya. <laughs> um, uh, but no, sorry, that actually, is- she does She does ask, um, she tries to flirt, and then like, I don't respond to it. She's like, oh, do you even have a heart in there? Like, do you have a heart beating? And then, but the response I chose was, yes, no. Yes, that's I- why I'm not flight- flirting with my student. <laughs> <laughs> the response I chose was, no, I don't have a heart, actually. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> And then she she says, wait, what? And then there's a, a, you know, an M dash or whatever. She's like, is what I would say if that had worked on me, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I just thought was really funny. Uh, so boom, bam. That's so go. interesting. Cause I do feel like Dorothea kind of wears her heart on her sleeve. Like, I don't, I don't feel mm. like there's a facade there. I feel like she is yeah. just, she knows what she's about and I respect the hell out of it. Yeah. I think it's more the confidence she, she mm. exudes. Um, you know, she's like in this like conquest for for men or whatever right when, when in reality it's just like she's really hoping that she can land a rich person um <laughs> and it's more of it's more of like a like a fingers crossed type deal and mm-hmm. as opposed to like a this is definitely going to happen type thing um interesting but, yeah so a little bit lighter okay uh speaking of lighter great let's talk about sylvain let's okay so i i've done it i figured out why he is the way that he is. And um, it still kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm going to skip kind of like how we get into this. But, uh, you know, basically Byleth catches Sylvain once again, like dealing with the fallout from some girl realizing that he's been two-timing her or whatever. <laughs> so recall that uh, Sylvain's brother was disowned for not having a crest. Right. Which is how Sylvain is now the heir of his family. He has, it has basically been drilled into him by his family, the people who are supposed to like love him, that this is the only thing of value about him. And so this is why he acts the way that he does, because he thinks it doesn't matter if I treat women badly because they're just using me for my crest. He genuinely, or at least (sighs) he says, he thinks every woman he's with is using him for his crest. Um, He says, uh, children... I know it still sucks, right? Yeah. Like it still it's sucks, still... but, but <sighs> yeah, he says children <laughs> in noble families are tested upon birth to see if they bear a crest. They were only accepted as children. If we're born with one, you know, nobles will keep having kids until they get one with a crest. Um, so to all of these commoner girls, I'm just a trophy or rather a stud horse. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. It says these girls don't love me. They only love the potential rewards of loving me. Uh, if I have a kid who has a crest, they could become the head of House Gautier. Those of us with crests are envied and desired, but never for who we are. And he calls his crest wow. a burden. Wow. Um, yeah. So mm. this this sort of it's like, all right. So the, you just have a very, very deep insecurity yeah. born from the fact that you think that the only thing anybody cares about about you is your crest. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I also got his paralogue. Oh, okay. Um, which is, I, I mean, it wasn't too notable. It's basically just um, Miklon's old gang is like still causing problems in in Gautier territory, and so sure. his father sends Sylvain, and um, you know, Sylvain asks you and the rest of the class to help. 
just like clearing them out finally. But, you know, an interesting thing that happens is Sylvain is kind of like, listen, like my brother was an asshole, like he was selfish and he was jealous and he was, you know, like I didn't have a good relationship with him, but I can't help but wonder what would have happened if he had been born with the crest and I wasn't. Sure. So, you know, it's mm, (laughs) I get it. It doesn't justify his behavior whatsoever, but it certainly explains why he is this way. And, you know, one last note on him. I also got um, another support with him and Annette. And he addresses the fact that he plays dumb, which I think is funny because you were like, oh, I got the impression that Sylvain is just like kind of dumb. And I was like, no, he's not like he's he's actually pretty smart. Um, And he, he basically tells Annette that he plays dumb because he doesn't like the weight of expectation um he says i've always been treated like i'm special and i'm not which is a really sad thing to say at least i don't think i am i'm tired of people thinking they know what i can and can't do when everyone expects something of you or envies you it's kind of suffocating so i'd rather think people think that i'm dumb jeez yeah so it's like (sighs) are people are people envious of him though or is he just no it's i mean there are (sighs) It's just interesting to me because there are so many supports. Like I'm thinking about like his supports with Dudu where he's like, I don't I don't care if you're from Dusk or like I let's just hang out. You know, like he has all of these. You can see in certain moments that like he he is like a genuine person. It's like Dudu doesn't give a shit if you have a crest. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, my guy? Um, So I don't know. It's just it's just very interesting. But I this in combination with what I learned about Ingrid, this really made me feel like they are like written to be a couple um, <laughs> because like they they're both bearing the weight of their crests and both of them are feeling like oh, I've got to you know, like I, I my family values this about me in a way that like I don't you know, I don't necessarily put as much stock in and, you know, Ingrid's dad is trying to use it to marry her off to a wealthy nobleman. And, uh, you know, Sylvain feels like, oh, nobody gives a shit about me. Um, It's like, uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Two of you should uh, talk about it. So I don't know. It's just a very, hmm, hmm, Mm. hmm. Much Mm. to think about. Yeah. I think it's so interesting that, like, Edelgard has puzzled out all these problems in her head, like, with nobility and stuff and, like, crests and, like, Mm -hmm. how all these things are, like, really honestly issues for like Mm -hmm. the society and people in them. And her answer is to just like destroy everybody else. Like I'll (laughs) I'll do it and I'll do it. I'll do it right. I'll be the good one, the good leader Mm -hmm. and I'll figure it out. I will destroy everyone and then tell them what the right way to do it is. And even if that, it's just, she's just so, she's so close. Cause like, even if the way that she's thinking is like the quote unquote, like better way or whatever, like it's not the way to do it, girl. It's not the way to do it. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, No, it's not great. Um, so yeah, the last the last student I wanted to do a little bit of a deep dive on is Dimitri. So um, long and short of it is I, I got a, another to do in Dimitri support. Basically, like we find out that there are a lot of people who speculate that Dudu must have done something very sinister to have like gotten his position uh, as Dimitri's vassal because mm-hmm. people have prejudices against the people yeah. of Dusker. And we see Dimitri kind of like confront these people and to do is there because he's always there. Um, and uh, she's like, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry that like these rumors are circulating that are tarnishing your reputation, your highness. And Dimitri's like, I don't, I don't give a shit about that. And he reveals, I don't know if this is like the first time to do's hearing it, but it's the first time mm-hmm. I'm hearing it. He considers it his duty 
to like do right by to do and also by the people of Dusker because the day his father was killed, he saw who did it and they were not of Dusker. <gasps> Where were they of? Um, so <sighs> does he really not say? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter in that context. He doesn't say, but I have a theory. <sighs> I was trying to I was trying to check if if my theory is based on something he said or if it, it's just me putting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't think that that he says here, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> in this scene, what he says is, you know, I, I saw this. I knew it, with, you know, beyond a doubt, but I couldn't prevent what happened to the people of Dusker. And I, you know, he feels really guilty about that. Like he feels like he owes these people because he, you know, if there was something that he could have done to prevent it, he could have, you know, saved the people of Dusker for from being massacred and their land being taken from them. Right. Um, and where this comes back around to basically uh, just because it's interesting is to do being like, that's all well and good, but like, I still owe you too much to like, act like I'm your equal or whatever. <sighs> and, and Dimitri's like, I, okay, fine. I don't like care what these dipshits have to say about me. Um, yeah. But if this is what you want, like, so be it. You can, you can keep, you know, thinking of yourself as my vassal. And the scene ends with Dudu just saying, your highness. And then it fades to black. The sexual tension is off the charts. I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. It is. Um, I'm calling it like I see it. Uh, yeah. So that's the first part of this. Nice. I also then got another Dimitri and Byleth support uh, where he, he's, you know, talking about how, you know, killing never gets easier. It's like, yeah, my God. Um, yeah. No shit. Uh, he explains, uh, the first time I led on the battlefield, I was sent to quell a rebellion in the West and long and short of it is after his dad died, there was kind of like a power vacuum and there was chaos and a noble family used that opportunity to try and seize the throne. Recall Felix calls Dimitri the boar prince and thinks that he's ruthless because of Dimitri's behavior in quelling a rebellion. So it was this rebellion that he's Uh, talking about. Okay. 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 My theory he loved quashing that rebellion because he thinks that noble family uh, are the ones who killed his family, his, his father mm, okay. and his, and his stepmother. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I, there, I forget in what context, but I remember in earlier chapters, there was like talk of maybe, you know, the people of Dusker were pawns. Maybe they were set up. Yeah. Interesting. This, yeah. So that's, that's my theory. Um, I think that's probably why, you know, Felix got the impression that Dimitri really enjoyed all that killing. Um, (laughs) And why Dimitri was like, yeah, my guy, I can't deny that. (laughs) Yeah. So that, that was just a really interesting thing, but I just to, to close this out at the end of this, um, this support, you know, he explains like, this was not a difficult fight. They were, they were not well-trained. Their morale was low and it was basically like a bloodbath. Yeah. But he came across a dead soldier's body and the man was clutching a locket with a lock of golden hair. Um, he's like, he, you know, I realized he was a real person like the rest of us. Which is like, no shit, buddy. Um, hey, he's just but, a kid, okay? Just a murder yeah, kid, all right? <laughs> he says, we cannot sit idly by and allow anyone to commit senseless acts of violence. Yet, in dispensing what we call justice, we take the lives of cherished family members and beloved friends. Yeah, oh, man. you're so close, buddy. You're so you're close, s- buddy. Yeah. You're so close. Um, the, <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, yet. Like, yet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that's the, those are the, the three that I kind of wanted to highlight. Um, yeah. Really getting some interest. I'm, I'm interested to see if my little theory is, uh, 
is correct. Yeah. Um, it might not be, but I feel like maybe that would explain. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's got to be the explanation for him for him being like, yeah, I sure did love doing all that killing on that particular <laughs> day. Right. It feels feels pretty feels pretty right to me. Right. Yeah. yeah um. So, yeah, I the only other things I wanted to briefly touch on. Have you gotten Byleth and Ray's C-level support scene yet? Yes, a little bit ago, and I got to find my note on it. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. feel free to Weird. talk about it. Yeah, so uh, Rhea invites you to her bedroom <laughs> to have right. tea or something, um, which is just the, like, don't you have an office we could meet in? But anyway, <laughs> um, she's like, this is, you know, you're not speaking with the archbishop right now. You're just speaking with Rhea. I'm like, all right. Um, Good buddy Rhea. she immediately uh starts trying to get dirt on gerald sure um she's like did he did he ever speak do you ever talk about me (laughs) um and i told her no she called him heartless uh and said let us do let us endeavor to become closer and she she talks briefly about gerald sure he you know he wants uh, was gravely wounded, um, you know, kind of jumping in front of an attack that was meant for her. Uh, she saved his life and made arrangements for him to receive further care at the monastery and asked him to join the knights. And that's sort of how they, yeah, it was like he was a mercenary at the time fighting alongside the knights. And then this is how he became a knight. And she says, very weird. She says, I haven't, you know, I haven't told this story a lot. To me, you know, you're the child, uh, you know, this is why I like take such an interest in you. You're the child of the one who saved my life all those years ago. And also dot, dot, dot. Eh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Go on. I'm listening. And this Byleth just not say anything. Byleth does not say anything. Fucking Byleth. God damn it. So at this point, it was like, is she my mom? Um, yeah, right. Shit. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you had any, you know, different, maybe you picked different dialogue options or got anything. Uh, no, I didn't actually write anything down for that. So either I haven't gotten it yet and I think I did, or I just don't remember it. <laughs> got it. So um, sorry. <laughs> sorry for the content. <laughs> uh, the last one that I wanted to talk about is just Byleth and Flane's sea support. Mm. Uh, nothing nothing really notable (laughs) except like the things that she says are incredible um she says byleth reminds her of the sea vast and boundless still on the surface and unfathomably deep but you know under the surface teeming with life um you just need you know you just need to cast a line to get to it why does this bitch like fish so much she loves fish. what is with her she fucking loves fish um (laughs) so i thought that was interesting like, yeah, sure, this is a child. Uh, but my favorite part <laughs> kid. is she she just says, oh, yeah, Sedith was kind of uncertain of you at first. Uh, <laughs> it says that he described me as a youth of dubious origin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which is so good. Uh, I just loved that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, youth uh, of dubious origin. Dubious origin. Let's put that on my tombstone. What does that mean? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, shit. He has his suspicions. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all I had. It is time to redo our rankings. Redo our rankings. Do you want to start? I feel like I started last time. Sure. Cool. Uh, so Blue Lions. I think I'm bumping... Uh, to do up to an S. I don't know why he was not at an S, honestly. Yeah. I 
Give it the program. Do I want to bump Dimitri to an A? I think so. Mm. I don't know. He's like, it's okay. He is an A for the same reason Edelgard is an A. They both are so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're both so close to like a so good, to getting it. a good thing and like understanding it. Uh, but they're just not quite there. Uh, to do S, Felix S. I love my sword son. He's so good. Ash C. I still feel nothing about Ash. Sylvain. Just wait. Oh, I think Sylvain. Ah. Do you want to talk about Sylvain at the end? Because I don't know where I am with Sylvain. Okay. Yeah. I also am unsure of Sylvain. So we'll come back to Sylvain. Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Mercedes A. Annette A. Ingrid bumping Ingrid doing A. Uh, All right. for some character development um, mm-hmm. from a B to an A. Those, that, that, that's it. Those are my Blue Lions rankings. We'll come back to Sylvain. <laughs> Yours? Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, it, yeah, I'm bound. Everybody's going to stay basically the same. Um, I'm going to, mm, I so I had bumped Felix down to a B because he said some kind of sexist shit to mm. Ingrid. I guess now that does kind of put it into perspective a little bit where he was like, you need to find a husband. Like, I, you know, uh, he probably understands the family dynamic at play right, there. Right, right, right. Mm, I just, yeah, mm, I'll bump him up to an A. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I listen, I, I actually love Felix, but I'm trying to be <laughs> objective about it. Felix is one oh. of my favorites. Should we um, be being objective about this? I think they're all <laughs> Fs, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll save it because I have other reasons to to bump him to an S that are in a subsequent chapter. So I'll save sure. that. Everybody else. Okay, Ingrid's going up from a C to an A. I get her so much more now. Um, I think she's great. I I love that she apologized to do and like really apologized. It was a good fucking apology. She should teach nice. a, teach a class to like influencers <laughs> who put their feet in their mouths. Um <laughs> wonderful so i i ingrid has totally totally redeemed herself i will say uh, <laughs> i had a sports scene that i didn't talk about um where ash said some like weird bootlicker shit about the uh the nobles yeah um <laughs> i'll just i i'm not gonna bump him down for it because i still fucking love him so much but basically there's his his supports with dimitri are all about like ash is like oh you're a noble i can't you know i can't like act like you're my friend or whatever um and dimitri's like can you please be cool. (laughs) Like, just be cool. Like, just be my friend. Uh, And in this conversation, Ash is like, I can't speak to you so casually. We commoners rely on nobility to keep the peace and keep us safe. We return the favor with taxes and respect. I was like, this is the, this is the kid who was literally stealing from the rich to feed his his siblings. And he also feels this way. I'm like, "Mm, okay, but I'm not going to bump him down because he's my baby and I love him. Um, and yeah, that just, that just leaves Sylvain, um, who, I'm sorry. I can't get past this. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we respect you nobles so much that we pay taxes. Like what? No. What are you talking about? Thank you. Thank you oh. for giving us crumbs. Yeah. Right. Terrible. Here's all of my Awful. money. It's the worst thing Ash has ever done. No, don't worry. You don't need to give any of yours. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it fucking sucks. It yeah. sucks. Um, but he's, I, he can't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes, at least this isn't bad enough for me to, to bump him down. Sure. So yeah. Are we, are we seeing something for the very end or do we want to, if you, if you have a, a, a point to bring for Sylvain, I, I just, I just, I can't. just, 
Yeah, I, my thing is just I, I couldn't make up my mind about him. It's like I understand now his bullshit is like a defense mechanism. He was raised by people who only valued this one thing about him and assumes that that is the only thing of value about himself. Um, yeah. It's like it explains so much, but it justifies nothing. <laughs> like this is just yeah. someone who needs to go to therapy. And I. Yeah. <sighs> Which I think, honestly, is all of them, if, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. No, the fact that there isn't a... The, the counselor is just like, put a note in a box and maybe someone <laughs> will answer it. <laughs> um, I think... I think I'm going to bump him to a C. I think my biggest hang up with the C yeah. is that I've been using C as a placeholder for like, I don't really have feelings about you either way. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think Sylvain is like a true C where it's like, I do have feelings. I don't know how to feel about you. Yeah. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. That's yeah. So, so I think I'm bumping I, Sylvain from a D to a C. I'm going to do the same. I, uh, I don't know. A lot of mixed feelings. It's a <laughs> about lot. This boy. It's a lot. Yeah. Golden deer. For the fourth episode in the row, I think all their rankings are staying the same. Oh, yeah. I had. <laughs> I'm bumping both Ferdinand and Leone one one point down. Um, Leone is going from a B to a C. Okay. Ferdinand is going from a C to a D. Because both of these children are very rude when you ask them if an item is theirs and it's not. When you're going around asking, <laughs> that's true. Them. Ferdinand is like, "How could you think this is mine? You fucking idiot!" Yeah, he's like, "How could you possibly think this belongs to me?" Um, like, sorry, and then Leone, somebody else's sword hilt, I guess. Jesus. Yeah, but Leone, like, as if it couldn't get worse. Leone is like, "I can't believe people lose things. They're so ungrateful." I'm like, <laughs> "Bitch." <laughs> People lose that you're not better than people because you don't lose things. And by the way, you do lose things because I found one of your lost things. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Oh so, God. yeah, I get I, I docked her. <laughs> I That's docked really her funny. Both points for that. That's really funny. You know what? I actually sorry. I'm going to go back to Blue Lions real quick. I think I'm going to bump Mercedes from an A to an S because she did what Linhart did in the battle where she just stood behind the like the oh. healing podium and she just stood there and was healing Dimitri. She was doing her job, but she was just standing mm -hmm. way far back and like everybody like, had moved I'm, forward I'm and she was like, getting nah. involved here. Yeah. Uh, I so I just, I do love those. Vibes. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to bump. Li you know what? I'm going to bump Linhart for that. I know I shouldn't. Uh, we'll get, we'll get there, but no, I mean, I, did, did, I'll just say, yeah, I'm going to bump Linhart from a B to an A for that. I wasn't yeah. planning on it, but you're right. That was the vibes are immaculate. Uh, does any of your golden deer, do any of your golden deer rankings change besides Leone? Nope. All uh, right. Leone and, and I changed to right. Ferdinand too Ferdinand, for the same right. reason, but nope, that's it. Um, black Eagles. Mm. This is tough. I think I don't want to give like pluses and minuses, but I have thought about that. Yeah. If I could, Edelgard would be an A minus but I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to bump her down to a B because we don't have okay. that on our scale right now. Mm -hmm. um, there's just there's just too, like at first the the uh, implications of imperial revolution were like cute and fun and like flirty. <laughs> and now it's just like. Girl. The charm is worn off. The charm is worn off. And she's like, I, I am Dimitri now in this situation where I'm just like, can you stop joking about this? <laughs> like, I know it's yeah. not a joke. I know it's not a joke, but like, can you just like stop with it? Like, chill. please like, just chill, chill for a sec. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking yeah. I actually, is this? Oh, that's the beginning of chapter eight. All right, fine. 
Uh, I won't talk about it now. There's a scene with Edelgar and Hubert. Yeah. Ferdinand, B. Linhart, B. Caspar, A. I think Caspar would also be an A minus, but I'm going to leave him at an A just because he's like, Mm. he is also, all these kids are so close because Caspar's like, yeah, this is like the field that feeds everyone in the empire. Maybe we shouldn't. I hope we don't destroy <laughs> all the grain by fighting here. But it's it's not maybe we shouldn't battle here. It's I hope we don't destroy all the grain. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like really close. You just need to twist it a little bit more. Um, Could you guys just watch the grain while you're, the grain. While you're fighting? Uh, yeah. And then Dorothea, Petra, Bernadetta, Hubert, all S's all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to change enough. no matter what they say. If I could give a plus, I would give Bernadetta an S plus because she's doing great. She's doing her best. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. she is my favorite. Thank you. I'm going to do something very drastic here. Okay. I am dropping Edelgard from a B to a D. Oh, Because yeah. to say that she is a C right now, that she is, again, like what we have been using as shorthand for like, I simply have no opinion of you. Yeah. The vibes are bad, and I have to like yeah. I have to reflect that it is not cool <laughs> from yeah, an outsider's yeah. perspective. Um, yeah. I don't like it. Uh, I'm not into it. So yeah, that's uh, Ferdinand stays at a D. Linhart, uh, I had bumped to an A. Caspar is a C. Dorothea, I'm gonna I'm gonna bump her to an S. Um, yeah, yeah, I S enjoyed the paralog with house. her. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, but I am also gonna bump Bernie to an S. Um, and yeah, Hubert wouldn't get an S plus if he could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's like when Hubert. He's I'm just so mad at Edelgard for being so sinister, but yeah. Hubert's whole thing is being sinister, and I'm like, mm-hmm, yes, more, yeah, more, but please. His- his, um, his whole thing is being sinister, but for a purpose, you know, like that's his yeah. job. It's you know? also like it's it's so cartoonish. <laughs> it's so cartoonish. Literally, <laughs> that literally just, it's, in the, the Violet Hubert support, he starts that off with saying like, hello, professor, how are you? And you can respond like, oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. And his immediate response is like, mm, he doesn't seem shaken at all. <laughs> it's like, come <laughs> on, man, like just say hi. Hmm. Yeah, I just, uh, I love that. I just love the vibes. Whereas like Edelgard reminds me of like the it's like Regina George energy where like I am just I'm I'm frightened of her because I genuinely feel that um, she just reminds me of <laughs> people in my life. Got it. Um, yeah. Who have, yeah. She's just mm, she's just sinister in a too realistic a way. <laughs> Whereas Hubert, it's like, oh, ha ha. What a spooky boy. Yeah. Um, Hubert, the man so, who yeah, literally that's... is drawn to look like a snake in a suit. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, I think that's the that's why I love Hubert. Nice. <laughs> Edelgard is just let me do some quick math. Mm-hmm. Black Eagles, the most S house. Between Dorothea, Petra, Bernadette, and Hubert, okay. all S's. Blue Lines is close. You got three S's in there, but unfortunately, just does not cut the mustard. Uh, I mean, Felix is an S in spirit, so. Fair enough. He's fair soon enough. to be an S. <laughs> he's, an, he's an A plus. Just saying. <laughs> uh, all right. Faculty, I am not changing any. Oh, actually, I'm moving Sateth from an A or from a B to an A because he's mm-hmm. finally smiling. <laughs> Yeah, he I'm is, I'm also bumping him up. Yeah. Um uh also for for calling me a youth of dubious origin, which is just really a fantastic good. turn of really, phrase. Really yeah. Um I'll I'll bump him to uh, from a B to an A. I'm not ready to to go full S with him yet, but yeah. um I feel my heart tending in that direction. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am also I'm bumping Hanneman down. 
Um, okay. <laughs> I forget. I think I got a support with him oh my God. where he called me a specimen. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. He was like, you great. are a fascinating specimen. I mean, Ooh. a person. <laughs> um, and then also I had tea with him and he was a dick. <laughs> he, yeah. you, you sit down with him and he's like, Mm, my room is more comfortable for me, but I'll compromise for today. Jesus Christ. Um, like Lynn Hart in training, or I guess Lynn Hart is <laughs> yeah. Hammond in training. And then his only comment, I guess I didn't pick a tea that he likes, but his only comment about the tea was, will you drink some? Uh, <laughs> as if he was like accusing me of like poisoning it or something. I was like, you know what, man? Fuck you. Um, so Hannah was already fuck. a D. Uh, sure. So he's going down to a full F. Full Ouch. F on this man. I can't fucking stand him. Every time he talks to me, I simply wish to perish. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's everyone for me. The rest of the faculty are sort of um, holding steady. Yeah, I think they're middling scores, <laughs> except yeah. for uh, well, I guess oh, we got to talk about Yuritsa. I forgot. Um, I think Yuritsa is kind of null this this time because he just oh not yeah, around. we decided we're not yeah. Well, and he's here's the thing: is he the Death Knight? <laughs> if he's the Death Knight, bad vibes. If bad not. Vibes. Still love him. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I okay. So Flane is going to stay a B, but in my head she goes down to a C because she stinks with a lance, and I don't need another healer. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave her on lance, and she's going to be bad. But she bumps back up to B for for being able to to uh, set boundaries with her brother and say like, no, I want to be I want to hmm. be a student in this house. Yeah. You know. So props yeah, to her for that. Nice. Please get better at the stab stick. <laughs> Uh, she, Flane stays a B. Catherine is not, is she around the monastery? I don't remember her being around the monastery. She must have been. I don't think so. I no, think Rodrigue, I think Rodrigue definitely was not there. No, the he chapter. wasn't. I don't think we've uh, seen him since, uh, that one chapter that he was in. Yeah. Uh, Same I, for Gilbert. Have we seen him? Gilbert was... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They all kind of blend together. Honestly. I simply don't care about all these dads. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert is going to stay a D. Rodrigue is a C because I do not care. I think Shamir, I'm going to bump to a B for facilitating the fishing tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's the only reason. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, that's it. Manuela S. Gerald mm -hmm. A. Uh, why is Gerald A? I think Gerald's A because me even thinking about it right now. Like putting Gerald to an S does not feel right. So he's just going to stay in A. Oh, I, yeah, I bumped Gerald to an S because I just loved the the scene where he talked about Violet's mom. I yeah, that was sweet, cool. that was sweet. But he is still fucking yeah. hiding stuff. Like just. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's, those are the rankings. Wonderful. Wonderful. Which brings us to our War Children of the Week. I don't remember who went first for this last time. So I'll just keep it up because I went first for the supports so i will go first yeah here this week my war child of the week is the mvp of the battle of the eagle and the lion bernadetta okay uh my sweet oh, sweet i thought you were about to say ferdinand no he was, I thought he, he was he was not was the mvp for that not. battle <laughs> um <laughs> thank god uh, i love her so much she is incredible her character her story is amazing her her writing Top is amazing notch. uh so bernie forever of it and uh mine i think to probably no surprise gonna be ingrid she has shown nice. a tremendous amount of growth yeah. 
I feel like I the, all the stuff that bugged me about her. Now I'm like, OK, I understand why. And you're not like trying to be an asshole. Like, I, you know, where, right. whereas like with Sylvain, it's like I understand why, but it still sucks. I'm like, OK, like we're in good graces now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Ingrid. She's unseated. Nice. <laughs> Ash. Poor, um, poor Ash. Oh, he'll be fine. <laughs> He's he always has my heart. Yeah. Uh, so unless you have anything else, I think that is it for this episode. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, listeners, go forth and reforge the world. Yeah, reforge in, the world in flame. In flame Whatever and that blood. Means. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> thank you. So I guess much. we'll find out. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. Next week we're going to talk about just chapter eight, and I think it'll be our first not two-hour episode. And I think that's how we're going to try and how we're going to try and keep it. <laughs> Um, because again, we'll see. I do have to edit all of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, reforge the world in flame. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>